Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Bizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party continued their travels toward the Shimmerscale Tunnels with their kobold friend Oryx, encountering some strange mold creatures along the way. They defeated them handily, burning them out of existence with a final beautiful roundhouse kick from Bizdira. Woohoo! All right, yeah. What other surprises lie in wait for the party during their travels? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hello. Howdy there. How are we all this week? Oh, no. What did you say? Are we already starting off wrong? I said howdy there. Yes. What? What's wrong? Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Uh, so you have just defeated the uh, mold creatures, uh, and Oryx has come out from behind his hiding tree and, and applauded you all, and Bizdira gave a bow. Mm, yes. uh, and Oryx just says, oh, such flair, such panache, such teamwork. I'm so impressed. Can, can Bizdira do that little, like, Irish kick, like, where she jumps up and kicks her heels together? She can certainly try. Kick. Give me an acrobatics check. Oh god, all I want for her to do is fail. No offense. Did you crit fail? Please tell me you crit failed. Thank God. Oh, I'm so happy. Alright, so Bizdir like tries to do a little bell kick and like basically just like leaps up in the air and then falls on her side. <laughs> and then it's just amazing. Sticks her really head up and says, You're welcome. I love it. Um Oryx, like, super doesn't care. He's too busy being impressed with you, but, oh, it's amazing. Um, Flick will outright cackle in yes, her face. Yes, he will. Um, I will, amazing. uh, Bria will applaud. I will absolutely applaud. <laughs> yeah, as she did. Like, I think, I think Oryx will start applauding, too, because he's not really sure what's going on. He's just very excited. He thought that so was, like, part of the deal. Well. <laughs> I yep, love it. Meant to do that. Totally meant to do that. <laughs> I kind of want to try uh, it, but I'm Flick not going Flick will turn to. to Oryx and say, shall we proceed? <laughs> And Oryx will say, yes, 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 of course. Um, so he sort of continues on towards the, uh, in the direction of the tunnels, uh, and you all walk for another, another little while. And, and the whole time now, Oryx is, um, as you're passing through, you've now crossed this river where you all went. And so this is further west in this world than you all have ever been. Uh, and as you continue, the forests that you're moving through sort of begin to thin out a little bit and you can see further on past you all and you can see that the forest continues to thin until it comes to a sharp sort of cliff edge this is way way down it's not anywhere near you but you can see that the landscape is beginning to change a bit here on the western side of this river and during the next hour or so that you're traveling Oryx is is thoughtful and he keeps sort of looking at each of you in turn and he you know he gets a big smile when he remembers the combat but he uh, he sort of looks at each of you and sort of you catch him glancing at your weapons and just being sort of very thoughtful uh, over over the next hour of your travels or so. And he finally, uh, do you want to say something? No. Okay. He finally, <laughs> uh, after about an hour or so of thinking, he says, almost to himself, but loud enough for all of you to hear, he says, I think, I think I know how you can help us. Dun, dun, How's dun. that? <laughs> yeah, it's very dramatic. <laughs> Um, and he just, he sort of turns to all of you and he says, um, I'm so impressed by all of you. You, you may be just the thing we need. What a cutie. (laughs) (laughs) Is he, uh, is he gonna, he's not gonna make us do the trials, is he? That would be madness. Uh, We're not kobolds. Are you asking this out loud or are you asking me, the DM? I am asking him. Uh, so he, he sort of, he looks surprised at, at you, Bria, and uh, he says, um, I-, I will need to speak with Kashak before uh, anything is decided. But, well, well, I, I-, I wouldn't want to-, to make any decisions on my own. Ah, oh, come on. <laughs> he says, um, it's just things have been troublesome. And honestly, Varn is convinced he says, to be completely frank with you, because it's only fair, you've now saved me uh, a lot of trouble and literally saved my life. So he says, I, I am in fact thinking of having you enter the trials. He says, Varn is convinced that we will prevail, but I'm not. The trials are more than just in tests of intelligence and and cleverness, much, much more. And we need 
individuals like you, because, well, I just, I can't imagine what the tribe will be like if Dranks wins. Who's Dranks? Who's Dranks? <laughs> In perfect unison. Dranks. He says, he says, um, why don't we, why don't we pause for a rest, and I will tell you a bit more about the tribe. What time of day is it, by the way? Uh, it's a little past midday at this point. Okay. Can we briefly sure. retcon, and <laughs> I want to ask him while we were walking, uh-huh. um, what those moss creatures were called to him? Like, does he have a name for them? Um, he doesn't have a name for them. Um, okay. Actually, you know what? Yes, he does. And you all can tell me what it is, because I want you all to be a part of creating this campaign setting. So what were those creatures called? Sophielurks. Oh, you just made a bunch of sounds together. <laughs> you, That's you just what took called. you took syllables and put them I together. Okay, wait, sounds. What is it called? Well, I I initially said sophielurks. Sophielurks. Okay. There's no rhyme, reason, or origin to that word. Okay, but you know what? That's what they're called. Which Even I though need it to rhyme, write it down. well lurk. What did you call? You called those things moss lurkers. So maybe not sophielurks, but okay. Hmm. Mm. Well, I don't know how we that's, feel. That's about what they're it. called. Okay, they're that, called that's what they're called now. That was absolute. That and, was concrete. And a thousand years in the future, word etymologists will spend years of their lives years. trying to figure out where <laughs> the name those comes poor from. People. I can just uh-huh. feel it. Um, great. I love it. So, uh, you know, since we're naming things, I have another another thing for you guys to name. No. So, um, one of the things that Rx, while you all settle down and he tells you a little bit about the tribe, he tells you about a group of kobolds. Um, it's just four of them at the moment. It's him, Varn, and then two other kobolds named Hawks and Meepo. And Meepo. Meepo. <laughs> Meepo. <laughs> um, I did not think are... I could like anyone more than him <laughs> and Varn, and I Meepo has it. <laughs> um, well, they're part He's of gonna a group. going to be the biggest douchebag. <laughs> They're part of a group that is sort of like a a club of, like, particularly intelligent and thoughtful kobolds, which is sort of not the norm in general. And so they have this club. What's their club called? The Naughty Kobold? No. (laughs) Nope. I'm going to go ahead and use DM Fiat to veto that. (laughs) Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was trying to use the letters of their name. Their names. Oh. But I suck at names. You I, know I this. do too. That's why I'm making you all participate. <laughs> the fearless few. I don't okay. know something all right. Like... Some, okay, I'm liking it. The I do. I like it too. We're we're on the right track. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure That's how not... fearless they are. I was about yeah. to say they're not fearless. Yeah, they're not they're really more fearless. Because um, I was thinking like fearsome foursome, but like not. Right. I like alliteration. So the thoughtful mm-hmm. few. Yeah, I'm com- I'm trying to see if there's a, a synonym for like smart. That starts with F. Okay, so the 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 thoughtful, and then something else th that means like group or sect or the thoughtful. Can we cut one of them out? So I was just gonna say. So maybe they're the thoughtful three, and then Meepo joined, and they're like, "Well, we can't rename ourselves." <laughs> that actually kind of sounds like that's something they would do. Meepo. Or Meepo. I, Meepo. Okay, I think we're gonna go with that. Oh, oh no! So, so the th- no. the thoughtful three that is four of them at the moment. <laughs> and Nepo. Um, That's how they introduce. We are the thoughtful three. And Nepo. And Nepo. And Nepo. <laughs> Great. So yes. he tells you about the thoughtful three, uh, and that they're a group of intelligent kobolds. Um, he is the alchemist and sort of potion maker of the group. Varn is the trap smith. Um, Hawks is the sort of lore master of them, uh, the one who has studied sort of about the history of the tribe and things like that. And um, Meepo is, he's just sort of particularly clever, but doesn't really have a specialty, which is another reason they haven't renamed the group, because like they're not sure where he fits in. (laughs) That's so perfect. (laughs) So he tells you about them, and he essentially explains that Kashak is growing very old. Um, and in fact, is is older than any other kobold has sort of lived to in quite some time. Um, and he has been an able leader and an excellent leader for a very long time. He defeated a kobold named Brothok uh, in the trials about a hundred years ago or so, uh, as far as Arix is aware. And has been leading the tribe ever since, but he knows that his time grows short. And so he has stated that the trials will be held again. And the way that it works is each 
uh, there can be groups of kobolds that enter, but each group, and it's sort of a group activity, but each group chooses a leader that if their group wins, the leader of that group then is elevated to the chieftain of the tribe. So the uh, Thoughtful Three and Meepo uh, are going to enter at Varn's insistence, but Arix feels that they don't really stand a chance. He believes that they'll do fine on the trials that require thoughtfulness and patience and things like that, but there are also tests of strength and arms and martial prowess, and Arix doesn't think that they have a chance there. Their main contender, and in fact the only other group that has decided to throw in as part of the trials is led by the kobold Dranks. And Dranks is the son of Grecton the Brave and the grandson of Brothok, who Kashak uh, defeated in the trials all those years ago. Uh, Dranks and some other friends of his who have always supported him uh, are going to be entering as a group with Dranks as their leader. And Arix says, you know, deep down, Dranks is, is probably a perfectly good kobold, but he's hot-headed and he uh, he doesn't contemplate, he doesn't think before his actions. He would he would rule from his gut, and I fear for the tribe if such a such a violent and thoughtless and impulsive kobold were to rise to the position of chieftain. He says not only that, but Dranks well he has always been resentful of the fact that his grandfather lost to Kashak and that Kashak has lived and ruled for so long, and he is quite determined to win these trials. He says, I just, I can't see Dranks being a good leader, but you all, well, I, I know it's unusual, but you're thoughtful and powerful in battle and and work together so well and have been so kind to me. It's just the beginnings of a planet, and, and of course the rest uh, would have to be decided by Kashak, whether you will be allowed to compete, or if you want to, of course, but it's it's just a thought I had. I can dig it. I think we definitely like this, our friend here, this little cobalt friend that we've made, um, and I kind of look to the others and say, I know that we all have what we think is individual goals, you know, our own sort of individual quests but we're obviously here for a reason together um do we think we should be you know mingling with this tribe i guess he's not he's asking us to help them win but not asking us to rule correct no he's he's asking you to be a third party competing in the trials against the two of oh them? so like we would rule over this tribe of kobolds that sort of seems to be his his idea he he says um varn will probably not like the idea which is why i'm not inviting you to participate with the thoughtful three varn is wonderful and and brilliant but rather stuck in tradition and the way things have always been done so does he want us to enter with like the serious and I can I'll ask him this mm-hmm. with like the serious intention of winning or does he just want us to beat out this other group so that the thoughtful 3 can ultimately like win the you know the parts mm. of the trial that require right. uh, thoughtfulness etc. Um he is not really sure so he says um both would be acceptable outcomes it would be unorthodox to have non kobolds at the head of the tribe but I would prefer that to seeing Dranks lead. Uh, on the other hand, if there were a way for you to help elevate the Thoughtful Three, that is, of course, an an option. Is there a, a limit to how many members can be in each team for each trial? He says, traditionally, it has been four members per competing team. Great. So that's why. Well, that um, works out nicely. Could we potentially, like, split the two groups? So have, like, two of us with, like, Vern and Arix or, you know, and then two others with Nepo and Hawks. Vern. Vern. But mm-hmm. he says um, it, it is possible, but um, I doubt that Dranks will want to relinquish any of his teammates. They He has a, a group of friends that have been loyal and, and have been vocal about wanting him to be the next leader. And... I don't think Varn would be particularly happy of the idea of having non-kobolds on his 
on his team, on our team. Okay. He says it's there is much to there is much to think about and much to discuss with Kashak before any decisions need made, but it seemed only right that I tell you what my thoughts were, considering how helpful and kind you've been to me. And perhaps we will come up with another solution by the time the trials begin. I was going to say, uh, I I think we would like to help you however we can. Um, I don't know if we're prepared to lead any sort of tribe, but let's go talk to Kashek and see what he says. He says, yeah, yes, of course, there's much to decide. Let me have everybody make perception checks, please. Okay, so Flick, give me your number, please. 20 adjusted. 20. And Bria? Six. <laughs> Ready for a fight. Uh-huh. Uh, Bizdira? 19. And Kit. Um, and we're using passive perception if we roll lower than that, true? Uh, yes, right okay. now, yes. Oh, cool. Uh, then a 13. Okay, so Bria, what was yours? 11. Okay. Um, so... So, uh, Flick and Bizdira, you both hear some rustling in the trees sort of around where you all have popped a squat and chilled out and had this conversation. <laughs> uh, the other two uh, and Arix are too engrossed in the conversation to have heard anything, but you hear uh, off to one side, you hear sort of like a twig snapping sound. I'm definitely going to shush everyone really quick and lo- and look straight over. I'm going to assume it's to my right. Great. I'm going to look um, over to my right. Yes. So you look over to your right where the sound came from and give me another perception check. Oh, 19. So not... Great. So you look over and you don't see anything for a moment. And then as you sort of look more closely, you can see standing stock still next to a tree is this strange little creature that looks like it's made of twigs and wood. And you realize that you didn't notice it at first because it blends perfectly in with the forest and like the the, uh, fallen branches and things like that. But you sort of look and you see it there uh, and it turns... It very slowly sort of turns to face you. Oh my god, this is so creepy. <laughs> I don't like it. Is it is it threatening? Or is it like looking at me angrily? It's, it's uh, Well, it's hard to tell a stick's facial expression. Well. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's currently it's just standing stock still right there. Um, can we assume that when I heard something too that I would have just like gotten up kind of into a crouch? Sure, sure. Um, and as you two have, you've shushed them, and as you two are looking over there, from behind you, you hear a sort of whistling sound, and... What? And a sort of thorn needle comes flying out from the trees behind you at the other side, headed right for Flick's back. WTF, mate! It's a 12 to hit? That does not hit. Okay, so, so this whizzes uh, past my this face. This needle comes whizzing past right by your left ear, uh, whizzes past and falls uh, a little bit in front of you, and let's all roll initiative. Oh, man. <laughs> Flick. <laughs> Six. You were very surprised. Yeah. Uh, Bizdira. 18. Okay, you were ready. Uh, Bria. I'm also I'm 18. I'm ready to crouching. kick some ass. Okay, great. Uh, which of you would like to go first? What about me? I would. Oh, do you also have 18? No, you didn't ask me. What no, I, I know. I'm oh. coming. They both have the same number, so we, they have to decide oh, which one's going to go first. Got yeah. it. Which of you would like to go before Learning. the other? Learning. I would. Okay. Isn't it based on decks? Uh, it's actually not. So I reread the oh. rules, and actually players are allowed to choose when they tie. Oh. And if you guys can't come to an agreement, I choose. I want to go. Anna. Well, there you go. Okay, great. So Bria will be first. Uh, Flick, what, uh, sorry, Kit, what's your number? 21. Ha-ha. So ha-ha. I'm, I'm coming back anyway. from the last. So while well, Bria and uh, and Bizdira were like looking at each other, like who's going to attack first? Kit just like goes for it. Yeah, <laughs> I like, love it. Ah! <laughs> this little like fiery fireball of a druid. Ah! Yep, <laughs> flaming hair. I love it. Okay, so Kit, you are first. You see, uh, give me. Let me have a perception check. And this is combat now, so this will be whatever you roll. Great. 
cool. So that's a 10. <laughs> okay, so you can't really see what it is that uh, Flick and Bizdira are looking at, mm-hmm. but you whirl around where the needle came from, mm-hmm. and you see another creature in the woods sort of on the opposite side of the little clearing that you all are in. And it's a strange sort of, again, humanoid plant-looking creature, but this one has thorns and spikes growing all over it, uh, and clearly that's what it flung at Flick. Duffer. <laughs> Great. And how And it's far... about the size of one of you all, like it's medium size. Okay, and how far away is it? Uh it's about it's about thirty feet away. Mkidoki. Um cool. How many okay. pet animals does it have? It has six <laughs> really cute puppies. <laughs> and, a ca- and a cat. Um <laughs> All right, so I'm getting, I'm like crouching and getting ready to like run over to the one with the thorn. But before I go, I want to ask uh, Rx, do you know what these things are? <laughs> and he says, uh, he says, blights, they're scary. And he just like cowers and like covers his head. So helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I am going to move towards the thorny one. Okay. Uh and so you can get right up to him. If yeah. If you would like. I, yeah. Okay, great. I want to get right up to him and I want to shillelagh him. All right. So cause... once again, her staff bursts into light and she swings it. And da 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 da. <laughs> oh. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Um. Okay. Well, all right. A nine. Oh, not not so bad, but it, it, it manages to sort of leap out of the way of your, like, leap back out of the way of your swing, and so you don't connect. Okay. Um, now it's its turn, actually, and you're right up next to it, so it can't throw its needles at you, but it, oh, well, but it is going to try and claw at you with okay. its sort of pointed, uh, pointed stick hands. Mm-hmm. It's an 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Oy vey. Okay, so it manages to sort of rake its claws across your chest for five piercing damage. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, and Uh-oh. we didn't, when we were resting, we didn't get anything back. Uh, you know what? I will say that, uh, so we're going to hold combat here because I, we should have done this sooner, but we'll say that you got a short rest okay. before, so you don't get spell slots back, but if you want to roll your hit dice to regain hit points, if you're down, you can do that. So you're going to yeah. roll a D8 and okay. add your constitution modifier to it. And that's this one, right? Nope. Yes. Oh. Yes. Uh, I can't. No, that's a 10. Nope. Come on. Oh, it's this. Yeah. So roll that and add your constitution modifier to it. Okay. A six and da 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 da. Okay, so a seven. Okay, so you regain seven hit points. So I assume you're back up to full. Yes. Yeah, okay. Okay. So while you guys were resting, this is a thing that you can do on a short rest, which is at least an hour. So this is sort of at the end of your hour rest, we'll say, that these things attack. So you guys have managed to sort of heal up a little bit. Okay. Okay, so you take five. Great, so now I'm down to four. Okay, great. (laughs) So fun. Um, Bria, you're up. So I am going to... (laughs) I'm going to take my shovel and give it to Arix to use (laughs) as a shield. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm kind of just going to toss it to him because obviously I have bigger better oh. things to be dealing with is he gonna catch it totally uh <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh, and it then just like it bonks him in the head oh, no. <laughs> and he takes <laughs> he has one hit point and the one hit right point and, and he dies no. <laughs> <laughs> you killed him no i swear the dying it's fine <laughs> right. that's right that's right so uh and then i'm gonna run over to um the one that kid is at okay and i am going to short sword all right do it Oh, no. Um, it's only a six. That does not hit. Okay, so it also leaps out of the way of your sort of short sword attack. Uh, Bizdira, you're up. Uh, Bizdira would like to take a free action, turn to Arx and say, and this is why you're not the ferocious four, and take off <laughs> towards the one that she and Flick first saw while pulling down her mask and... Um, Pulling out her sword. Okay, so this one is is much smaller than the one that flung the needles. It's small size. Okay. Um, it's So it's, it's, a, it's a small little thing. Okay. Sort of made up of just twigs, whereas the one that flung the needles has, like, larger branches and some vines included. That's fine. I'm yeah. going after the one that has no one attacking it. Do it. All right. Ten. Uh, that does not hit. Okay, and then she's going to try to uh, toss an elbow at it. Okay, so she stabs her sword at it, but it just sort of, like, you miscalculate how tall it is. So you just sort right. of stab over it, and then you try and kick and no, I'm gonna try to elbow it. Oh, you're trying to elbow base, it. I'm sorry. But yeah, I'm gonna like do like a downward elbow. Okay. 
uh, and hit it with a 23. Oh, yes, that will do. Yeah, I, did, I thought that might. Yeah. For four damage. Okay, so you do your downward uh, your downward elbow, and it just shatters into a million pieces. Wow. Great. Nice. Oh, wow. Do I have okay. any movement left? Uh, no, it was about 30 feet in the woods okay. as well. Yeah. Can I use a free action outside of um, initiative? Sure. It, uh, I'm going to ask if we need to burn these two. Uh, Arix goes, no. <laughs> Hide behind your shovel. Oh, um, Arix. But he actually, no, you know what? He sees Bizdira just like crush that one in one blow. And he sort of like peeks his head out from behind the shovel and like gets fortified a little bit. So he stands up and starts like brandishing the shovel. He sort of drops yeah, it a little bit and has to catch lovely. it. But he like, he is ready. And he goes, no, just beat them. <laughs> um, so cute. Bizdira, two other of those twig creatures step out from the trees. Ah, oh, shit, uh, I was afraid where of that. they were hiding, and they both yeah. come up to you and try and claw you. Sure thing. Um, so one of them misses entirely. Like, it's not anywhere <laughs> near you. The other one, however, you're sort of busy laughing at that one, and the other one gets you right in the gut with a mm. crit. Oh. Oof. So he gets you right in the stomach. Thank goodness. For... Okay, well, I rolled two ones, so for three piercing damage. Oh, yay. Way to crit, Jazzy Hands. Way to crit. Uh, okay, so it's Flick's turn. Oh, Jazzy. Uh, if I'm a little surprised at first this weird stick creature and yep. then the dart and then yep. her going at it. There's a lot going on that critting. you need to process. Yeah. Uh, so I like kind of scramble backwards and I hold my amulet and raise my hand in the air and sacred flame one of the new ones that just popped out <laughs> okay <laughs> please oh he crit on his save so he deftly leaps out of the way as great Denier's holy fire again comes lancing thank down. goodness it bounces it bounces off his head and just goes straight back up in right. the air i That's love that yes <laughs> um okay we're back up to the top of the round round two kit you're up all right kit is not happy about nope. this nope Little dude, I'm trying not to swear. Oh, that's cute. I know. <laughs> Don't worry, it'll happen later. Why? Um, and Kit, um, you are fucking adorable. <laughs> uh, thanks, Biz. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Um. So first, Kit's gonna look over at Bria and uh-huh. say, "We got this. We and got then this." She's gonna take out her quarterstaff again. Uh-huh. She's going to again try to shillelagh. This okay, guy. so the the spell lasts for a minute, mm-hmm. so she doesn't even have to cast the spell again. Oh, it's yes. still glowing, and she swings. And, and better this time, a fifteen. A uh, fifteen. Um, I have right. good news and bad news. A fifteen uh-huh. hits, but you just rolled a d twelve instead of a d twenty. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> guys, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. That was like a really good roll for. A... Uh, okay, a thirteen. A thirteen is just. In a, oh no, you're hitting the needle one. So yes, that absolutely hits. Cool. So it's a D8 plus your wisdom modifier. Great. Hmm. Well, okay, a three. Okay, so you take a you sort of bash it, and like some of the branches and and things that are making it up sort of like begin to splinter. Okay. All right. Uh, it's its turn, so it's going to once again try and claw you. No. Leave me Ooh, alone. but that's gonna miss. That's a six to hit. So yeah, it's nope. it's like you've sort of broken some of the uh, branches in its clawing arm, mm-hmm. and so it has to take a second to sort of re-knit them. So its its swipe is is off target. Cool. Uh, Bria, you're up. Is it Xena, Warrior Princess, that makes the battle cry that I'm not mm-hmm. even going to attempt to do? If you're gonna say it, you have to do the sound. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> it's uh. like bringing a gun on stage and not firing it. You have to do it now. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to try it. I'm really not. It's oh! going- <laughs> no, that's not it at all. That sounds like the yeah. chickens from Zelda. <laughs> that, is, that is exactly the sound I was going to make, and that's why I didn't do it. <laughs> Anyways, that's the noise that Bria makes. Great. Apologies <laughs> to uh, Lucy Lawless, who I know is a big um, fan of the show. <laughs> of course she is. Uh, Clearly. And then I'm going to short sword uh, the okay, one great. that Kit and I are attacking. Great. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, but that's for a 13, so that'll hit. Yes, that does hit. Wonderful. And I have a comrade nearby. You do, so you get your sneak attack. For seven damage. Seven. So you stab it and once again sort of like break off pieces of it, and it's it's really reeling back from the damage it's taken. Uh, Bizdira, you're up. Uh, I'm going to try to hurt the thing, the two little guys near me. Yeah, do it. You attack the one that attacked you with your short 15? sword. 15 hits. 15 hits. Short sword for the win. 
four. Nice. Eight damage. Eight damage. So you shatter this one as well. And then you want to take a gonna... backwards kick towards the other one? Yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to kick backwards just to like a hoof kind of thing. <laughs> like, I love the how sound effect. That that's, that's a hoof. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I don't know why. I like the arm motion too while them. you're kicking. It's great. Uh, that is a 13. 13 is just enough. That hits. Nice. Oh, for max damage for six. All right. Oh, so you VIP. shatter that one as well. You stab one in front, <laughs> kick the other one. So you're sort of in like this horizontal position with like your fist forward and your leg backwards. And these two things just go flying into bits. Hey, I love it. All right. Uh, well, it's their turn, myself, but they're all dead now. So flick, you're <laughs> up. Perf. Uh, so I see that. I turn around. I still see the weird, like, thorny thing. Yep, for sure. Uh, so I will also sacred flame that now that I have my wits about me. Okay, so he's going to make a dexterity saving throw. That is a 19 to save. <sighs> yeah, why Denier, are you rolling? So Denier's fire again. Lance is down sort of off to the side of the Whatever, thing. I'm pissed. It. Top of the round, Kit. All right. Um, yeah, we're we're going to again. We're going to again shillelagh him. Do it. He's Swing gonna... that shillelagh. <sighs> yeah. What a All weird right. name for a shillelagh? Yeah, why is it? It's an Irish. It's an oh. Irish thing. A shillelagh is like a club. Oh, in, I assume I, thought, I don't know if it's okay. in Celtic, the Celtic language, or the Gaelic language. But I it's, see. it's an Irish thing that the Druids used. I was I was weirded out by it for some reason. <laughs> well, this time I rolled a twenty-two. That for sure hits. Roll <laughs> so that damage. There you go. And then, oh my God, what is wrong? It's fine. Four. Four. So that, it has really been reeling from the damage you and Bria have done to it. So you just swing and it explodes into a million pieces and is done. Good. I don't want to say that she rolled so high because of my battle cry, but she might have. But you're not going to say that she didn't. <laughs> I mean, it was All definitely right, inspirational, so. <laughs> with that very, so 12 seconds have passed since these things attacked and you dispatched them quickly and well. And Arix is just, he is ever, he is even more convinced now that he, that you all are destined to help the Shimmer Scale tribe one way or another. I mean, you have a point, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, you all have defeated these creatures. Arix applauds. Presumably Bizdira bows again. <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. Of course. Arix is just, he's, if, if you, if you will let him, Bria, he's going to keep the shovel with him for now. And he's just going to sort like, he is re- He like swings it, does a couple of test swings with it. And is just like, he's in the mood to fight some things. Not that he really wants to can, when it push comes to shove. Can Bizira come up and like play, like spar with him? Oh, he would love that. Oh, she definitely does it then. <laughs> he would love that. That's really cute, actually. He's so happy. How, what do we think that he thinks when every time he speaks or does anything, we all just coo and awe at him. Like, every time he does anything, we're like, oh. <laughs> um, He doesn't, he he sort of think, I mean, there's a lot about you that is odd to him. So, I, you know, maybe maybe that's just what these, quote, humans do, because he still thinks you're humans, because that's what you told him you were. Yeah, love it. Not gonna tell Except him for me. Being. Except for Flick, who very clearly is not human. Mm-hmm. Not that he knows yeah. what a human should look like, but... Yeah, that's true, I guess. You are clearly not the same. One of these things is not like the other. Correct. Never um, heard that one before, Flick yeah. says. Oh, oh, oh. 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 All right, so you all, um... So you sort of gather your things up, uh, and continue on... Towards the tunnels? Yeah, I'll sure. say lead the way, little cobalt cutie. <laughs> uh, and he, like, his comment has been getting better and better and better the longer he's with you all and the more conversations you have. And he, like, he sort of gives you a look and just goes, I'm, I must not know that word. <laughs> <laughs> Flick um, just smiles at him. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'll tell him to... Uh... Flick, the pansexual tiefling. <laughs> yeah, who's to say? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll tell him to uh, to try to use that word on Varn next time he sees him. Oh, okay. Because Varn's <laughs> likely to know what that word means, too. Exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, great. So uh, he sort of continues to walk. Uh, he, you know, you all continue to head towards towards the tunnels. And again, he says you'll probably reach, with all of these uh, delays for him to watch you all uh, combat the the horrors of the forests, he says. He says, we probably will make it uh, closer to midday uh, tomorrow, but it shouldn't be a problem. We'll make it. We'll make good time. And so uh, at this point, is there anything else that you want to talk about with him? No, I, I think 
Well, sorry, go well, ahead. Um, I'm a little curious about if he knows any more details about these trials. Like, he said, you know, being clever and smart and a little bit, you know, arms and all that stuff. Like, what, has he seen any of them? Have he, Has he heard any, like, specifics of what usually goes on on these trials? Um, so they haven't happened for at least a hundred years because Kashak has been ruling for so long and he's, he's not that old. Arix is for sure not that old. So he's, he doesn't know firsthand. He's never seen them happen. Um, what he sort of, uh, he says what Hawks has sort of, um, spent some time researching and learned through, you know, what little written lore the kobolds have about, about the ancient days or whatever the times past, um, is that there are, uh, three trials. There is a uh, a puzzle thinking trial. There is a uh, fighting prowess trial, and there is a uh, and he sort of thinks of how to describe it, but he says a, a sort of a um, a wisdom and and morality trial, because someone who leads the kobolds must be strong of arm, strong of mind, and strong of heart. Uh-huh. Interesting. <laughs> That has Flick written all over it. I, I suppose. <laughs> He's a, well, well, toss, toss. Like, oh, the cleric. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> um, so yeah, he says that's that's sort of all that he knows. And he obviously is, is confident that um, the Thoughtful Three and Meepo could uh, likely win... <laughs> that name! <laughs> could, likely, could likely prevail in the puzzle trial, um, and that Dranks will almost certainly prevail in the strength of arm trial as things stand, although you all will certainly give him a run for his money if you compete. Uh, and he says, um, but the, the heart trial, the trial of heart, the trial of morals um, and wisdom... He says, um, that's the trial that we know the least about. And so that one's still a little bit up for grabs, in my opinion. Huh? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of heart. <laughs> he just, he sort of smiles and turns away. Anything else? Kind of a change of subject. I think Flick, as we proceed, is, uh, I, I'm going to kind of keep a better eye out. Okay. Just around in our surroundings because things seem to be popping out from behind trees okay. and throwing so, darts. So one way that you can keep a better eye out is if you slow your pace, which of course will will have you arrive later, uh, but will give you uh, essentially advantage on perception checks while you're traveling and a plus five to your passive perception. Uh, is it worth it? I don't know. <laughs> that is a great question for you to answer. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I, I asked mean, myself. I mean, I'm not really hurt so i'm not really worried about it i was about to say how is everyone on points i'm not um, you're pretty down aren't you kate yeah i have four you have four four left yes okay no one else got hit though did they no just not in that one yeah okay um i keep i will i will give you priority if we see something else i i will stay near you kit but for now i think we're okay yeah. I'll just if we see something else, I'll I'll stay near you. Sounds good. And you have a spell slot left, right? I do. Okay, so both of you have a a, a spell slot left to heal. Yeah, we if, have one if needed. Um, I have c- my um, healing hands as well. Yes, one point. Right. So if someone <laughs> hey a I point at two. level one, a point is a You're point. You're not wrong. A point is a point. Yeah. It's more than ten percent of all of y'all's hit points. <laughs> that is right. Yes. <laughs> Um, I guess it is exactly 10% of Bizdira and Flick's hit points. That's right. Yes. Um, Shall we proceed? Yeah. So you all continue on, and I have some good news. Oops. You all have reached level two. Yeah. Oh, thank the Lord. After I made that level one comment just now. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, so you, you, have, you have reached enough experience, uh, and we have reached a point in the story where you will level up to level two. However, we're going to do things a little bit differently than standard uh, published Dungeons & Dragons leveling rules. Uh, and this is a great time to talk about this. So, all right. Um, in order to train yourselves up to reach new levels, once you all have attained the experience necessary to gain a new level... You will have to spend a number of days equal to one half the new level rounded down, training, studying, meditating, whatever it is. Um, and you can, in within the story, you can break those up however you want if you're in the middle of something that's time sensitive, or you can do them all at once, however it ends up being. And we'll just sort of see each time you all level what 
the best way to do it is. Um, and we're not going to role play an entire day of you all training, but I am going to ask each of you each time you level to sort of tell me what you are doing in order to train and gain the new features uh, that you gain at each level. So let's go around and do that now, shall we? Okay, so Bizdira, you at second level will gain two things. One, you gain unarmored movement, which lets you move faster than normal. So you're now, your walking speed and your in-combat speed is actually going to be 40 feet instead of 30. Oh, so, hell yeah. So that's one thing. And the other thing that you gain is access to what's called your key pool, which is a number of sort of internal energy concentration points that you can use to do different things. So right. just really briefly, what is it that you spend the rest of today and tomorrow morning uh, doing during your travels to, uh, and normally I will not, you know, you, you won't be able to travel while you're training, but right. this first time we'll, we'll let it happen. Um, so what are you doing to improve your speed and sort of increase your internal focus to allow yourself to draw on this key within you? So I think that um, basically what I would do probably while we were traveling is that I'd probably start like just randomly doing like sparring movements and like working on my sword play. Um, and then when I feel comfortable with my sword play, I'd go more into like kind of a boxing slash martial arts type thing um, with also doing like little sprints to kind of build up my endurance and my and all that. And then in the morning, I think I would meditate. Okay. So, and I think during the sword play and the boxing play, I think it's all very like Tai Chi-ish. Like it's very mm -hmm. slow yeah. and concentrated rather than fast movements. Cause that's what the sprints are for to train your speed. But right. in terms of getting the key, all of your martial training is very slow and internally concentrated. And the next morning as you're meditating, you just feel this spark of power within you that you know that you can now draw on. Great. Great. Um, Briathos. So you at second level have access to cunning action, which allows you to uh, do some things as a bonus action that most characters can only do uh, as standard action. So what are you doing in order to be able to dash, disengage and hide more efficiently? So I was also thinking that I was going to do some kind of sprinting. So I will most definitely join her in those. Great. I love um, that. As far Ooh, as... Can we race? Yes. Um, as far as disengage, I am probably during our sprints or whenever she seems like very concentrated in her Tai Chi, um, I want to kind of like bop her on the head or do something to annoy her and then just run away very quickly. Um, because she's <laughs> definitely the one that would do that. Wow. Um, and then like for a, the rest. Like kitty cat. <laughs> oh, I love it. For I the... feel like, I feel like my, my meditation had to go a little bit longer. Uh -huh. Than it yeah, should have been able little, to, yeah. just because she's probably got really annoyed after a totally. while. Like, God damn it, I'm gonna kill this girl. Yep. Totally. Um, and then as far as um, uh, the hide action, I would like to um, at the end of our sprints because I clearly always win at every one of our sprints. Um, mm. I will sprint somewhere into the forest or wherever is around us. And then I'm going to hide from there. And uh, I want to try to scare Flick whenever possible. Okay. Uh, just to see what happens. Go ahead and give me a uh, a hide, uh, a stealth check for me, uh, Briathos. 19. We'll let you do. Okay. Uh, so towards the end of the travels, you manage to hide behind it. Like it, he, you, you try and try and try and you never quite manage. And then finally... Like, he's watching you one second, you're gone the next, and you leap out from the other side, like, from a tree on the other side of him and startle him. And I will just shriek like a girl. <laughs> oh, perfect. Ah! Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, great. I love it. Uh... Flick. So you at second level get to access your channel divinity, hey which allows you, the basic one allows you to uh, turn undead to sort of, what's the word I'm looking for? Repel? To abjure against yes, the undead. Um, then as a light domain cleric, uh, you also gain access to Radiance of the Dawn, which is another channel divinity option, uh, which allows you to do fire damage uh, in an area 30 feet around you, um, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, so these are gifts from Denier himself, uh, and you're able to sort of access sort of with more 
his power in sort of a raw way. Mm-hmm. Channel Divinity is not quite as formed as a spell. It's just sort of the drawing down of a raw power of your Definitely. god. So what is it that you do to access this? Um, to access, like, in that moment or just, like... No, through... to learn how to access okay, so it. so yeah. uh, he... I think Flick is very satisfied with um, sort of the path that they're on. He Every time he's, you know traveling and and with these new friends and with, especially with rx um he is thinking about like what he can do for them and sure. um kind of help them out with obviously the troubles that they're going through as a tribe and his whole goal is uh as an adventurer is to kind of dispel the the darkness in the world very metaphorically and literally i mean sure you know uh and so he every time he gets a chance he sort of meditates and prays to denier and mm-hmm. Um, you know, gives thanks for the power that he has given him thus far and sort of uh, doesn't ask him what he can do, but sort of uh, requests that he be able to help these guys do whatever he can, you know, in their in the trials, I guess. Okay. Now that he knows exactly what he's supposed to do for them. Great. And what you experience is sort of a little bit of a contradiction in terms because you at once discover this whole other area of Daenerys power that you can now draw upon. But also, as you continue to meditate, and you sort of notice this at the beginning of today also, when you prayed for your daily spells, it takes you a little more focus and concentration and effort to get in touch with Denier mm-hmm. uh, and to get in touch with sort of the, the, the you know, the spiritual feeling of Denier than it, than it used to. Okay. Um, it's almost as if there's sort of a distance between you. Um, and it doesn't decrease the power that you ultimately access, but it just takes a little more effort to get there. But okay. you do find this new wellspring of power. I think that definitely, just initially, I think that would be, wor- that that worries him, obviously. Sure. And I think that brings him back to the his instruction to consecrate, cons- consecrate the temple, um, whatever that, I think that's going to bring him back to that full circle. Great. Okay, Flick. Uh, sorry, Kit. You have some big things going on. Yeah, so the I first, was just doing some reading. The, yeah, that's fine. The first thing is that you now have access to your wild shape. Yes. So you are that's able exciting. to turn into an animal. <laughs> so uh, the second thing that you do is that you're going to uh, select your druid circle. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have that picked out? Because um, that's a it's a big choice, and we can sort of talk about it, and we don't have to put that whole discussion on air if you don't want, but we could. Yeah, um, I mean, I, like, read over it okay. right now. Okay. Um, based on what we've experienced so far, uh-huh. I have a feeling that I know which one is going to be more useful, even if it's not necessarily, like, the one that is the most exciting to okay. me. Okay, well, you can, well, that's that's a choice that you can make. If you want to do what's more exciting to you, something tells me that you all will uh, find ways to, to, to deal. You, you don't have to choose yeah, right yeah. now. So the only, the, let's do this. Okay. Why don't you tell us, like what your first wild shape experience is like. Like, what do you... What happens the first time that you shift into an animal? Okay, can I ask a question first? Yes, of course. Can it... Because reading it, it seemed like I can't choose any animal that I want, and there's, like, there's... Is there a list? So, yeah. So, right now, you can only choose animals that are up to a certain, like, Mm -hmm. a certain level of powerfulness. It's called Mm -hmm. uh, challenge rating CR. Mm -hmm. Um, So I can show you a list, but like mostly right now what you're turning into, and this will change also based on what circle you choose. Mm -hmm. But like, let's say that this first time you're going to, you're going to change into an animal that's like pretty, like pretty harmless, right? It just sort of happens. It can't fly and it can't swim. But other than that, like pick any animal that you think uh, Kit would have seen back home and spent, spent some time with anything. Okay. Um, let's, okay, something she would have seen. So let's just go with a wolf. Okay. like those are out and about. Yeah. And what happens that first time? Um, so, um, also, sorry, I have lots of questions. No, that's okay. That's great. (laughs) Is this, um, like part of what she's doing during the day to level up? Is that when this happens? Yes. Okay. So I think during the day, Kit kind of, um... She doesn't totally separate from the group, but she's kind of walking alongside them more near the trees and, like, occasionally going, like, into the trees, still keeping an eye on the group, but really, like, taking the time to, like, attune herself to the world around her and, like, taking in the trees and the plants and all of the mostly flora, I'm assuming. 
yeah, taking stock of the flora. If there's any fauna, I'm assuming we would know. So I'm yeah. guessing it's more vegetation. Sure. It's like, uh, yeah, being a part of nature. And then as she's walking, she... Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. You look, you look nervous, but I can't wait. I love I, this. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's like walking and to, like feeling in tune with nature. And like all, all of a sudden she like really just connects with the world around her. She all of a sudden just really feels at peace with the nature around her. Um, and she can tell like they're in a very safe part of the forest and she feels very safe in her surroundings. And she, um, I guess, like feels some she feels this energy inside her that she's been like working towards like back when she was home and she embraces it and feels herself change and her body um become a like she feels like that she becomes like a four-legged beast and I love like it. just like totally embraces it and the next thing she knows she is a wolf and all of her senses are totally heightened and she's very excited by it and she wants to like run up to the group but she's afraid that she's gonna scare them so she does it very i was gonna say are we around when this happens no no i don't think you are oh i love that yeah so she like very slowly like goes up to the group with like her wolf tail wagging because like she's so happy (laughs) great so i love that so the rest of the party sees a wolf tail wagging, sort of tongue lolling, very friendly looking, step out of the woods and sort of give the the three of you and Arix a sort of wolf grin. And that is where we're going to stop for this week. No. <laughs> I want to know about the wolf. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out how the party reacts to their new wolf friend. Best friend! If you... Oh, please! <laughs> if Run. you enjoyed your listening experience, it would be splendiferous if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, or wherever you download your podcasts from. The more five-star ratings and reviews we get, the better our placement on those sites, and the better our placement, the more people we get to listen. So tell your friends. Neuro Ray says, Listening to your podcast brings back very fond childhood memories of when I used to listen on the radio to The Adventures of Kaliman, an Indiana Jones-type character with adventure all over the world. That radio show gave you enough information to draw you into what was happening, but also allowed your imagination to reign free and fill in extra details about surroundings, characters, and emotions. Couldn't wait for Saturday mornings to tune in. I must confess, I'm getting the same feeling with your podcast. I love it. I feel like a kid again, anxiously waiting for Wednesdays to tune in. Thanks. Well, that gave me some feels. Thank you, NeuroRay. Remember, you can reach out to us on Twitter at at dndlastrefuge. That's at d, the letter n, d, last refuge. Or you can email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. We also have a website with character and player bios and other cool stuff. That web address is www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Sarah, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Happy gaming, y'all!